Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. On this episode of Celeb Savant, I'll be speaking to South African pop singer-songwriter Lundy. Lundy is also a Berkeley College of Music alumni, a radio presenter at Impact 103, a musician and dancer. She's a rising songwriting talent and is part of the Reach for the Dream Foundation as a cancer survivor, ambassador, and was the main writer and vocalist for the music project with PJ Powers. She has written a number of songs for local South African artists, and she's ready to take the pop scene by storm. Up next on Celebsvant, we've got Lundy. Where do we find you in the world? What's happening in your life? And how are you doing? Yes, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really enjoy your podcast so much. And I'm doing really good. I'm actually currently in Cape Town, originally from Pretoria, but I'm touring in Cape Town and doing shows here. Very new to the live performance scene, but super excited to be getting into that. So now let's take it all the way back. Tell us the Lundy Music journey experience from when you knew you wanted to be in the entertainment business? So I've been doing music since high school, um, since around about 16 years old. And I really had a passion for it. And then I decided to actually study music after school. So I studied at Berkeley College of Music in Boston, USA. And I have a songwriting degree now. And uh, through that process of studying songwriting and doing music directing and being a music assistant as well. Um, I really learned a lot and I just knew 100% that this is what I wanted to do. So so music has always been a part of my life and just been a great passion of mine. The songwriting degree you mentioned at Berkeley USA. So tell us more about that. What do they teach you? It's quite a diverse music degree. So it is with regards to music business as well and uh, production and songwriting tools and collaboration. And one thing that I love doing is collaborative songwriting. So I think that was really great working with different uh, Berkeley students as well and with the lecturers. And um, yeah, I mean, a lot of cool people studied there as well. And we got to do seminars with them like John Mayer and, um, and Imagine Dragons as well. They actually formed their band there, so that was super cool. And it was just a great experience of learning the different aspects of music, and I really found that I'm my music is more diverse and more international because of that. But also there's no place like home, so yes. I'm glad to be here in South Africa, and I love this African market as well. Uh, but I definitely am also focused on tapping into that international and U.S. market as well. So I, I try to really showcase that in my music. From a zero to three to four minute song, that journey process for you, is it easy? Is it difficult? Is it the same every time? Yeah. So my songwriting process is firstly lyric based. I'm a lyricist by heart. Lyrics come very easy to me and I do enjoy melody and rhythm as well and chord progressions and production as well. But the lyrics come more natural to me. Mm-hmm. So I wrote um, That Girl, for example, in December. And I wrote the song in 20 minutes, lyrics, everything done. And then 
I wrote the lyrics and then I wrote the melody next and then got a key and chord progression and kind of worked like that, which a lot of songwriters, you know, do it differently and they do chord progression first or they'll think of a melody first, but uh, lyrics really come very effortlessly for me. So it was a very quick process with regards to writing the song specifically, but sometimes songs do take a bit longer, but I find that the songs that are written very smoothly and quickly not dragged out with regards to the process are a bit better for me. And I really found that with the song, it really just flowed so well. And it's just a great process of really me pouring out who I am in a song and really showing my personality in a song. So now for us who don't know, you mentioned a few terms there. Can you explain the difference between, I think you said, chord progression, melody, and lyrics? So so for us who have no idea, what's the difference between those three? Lyrics are the words, uh, so the actual written words that you sing, and then the melody is pretty much the, the sound that is connected that is connected to the words. So instead of just singing la la la, you know, adding those lyrics to it. Okay. But different pitches. So melody is different pitches, different notes that you do sing. And then the chord progression is more towards the instrumentation and the musical side to it linked to the production of the song. And it's putting that all together and also looking at, you know, the different genres. So with that girl, the genre is uh, pop, slash soft R&B, which is the music that I love listening to. So it was really cool to really experiment um, with that kind of song. But what I'm actually doing this year is that I'm releasing singles every uh, few months, and each single is actually going to be a tester. So I'm testing out different genres, and then next year I'm going to do more of a full concept uh, kind of album yeah. but for this year I'm kind of testing out different sounds because I'm also trying to properly establish my sound and see you know what do I enjoy more what do people enjoy more as well because I know that I I love pop soft R&B music but I also do want to experiment with this type of music so with the song that I'm in studio at the moment and it's actually a collab with Elijah James this song is a pop 80s Dua Lipa kind of song yes and that girl was more like a Ariana Grande Tyler Jane kind of song so I'm really excited about this this season this year of really experimenting with different singles and different sounds as well so um yeah test the singles so you mentioned that pop slash slow r&b is that what you called it is your favorite yeah pop r&b is your favorite favorite. (laughs) so when you are recording songs that are a little bit more out of your comfort zone do you find it pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is easy or you hold back a little bit i think it's not always easy but it's necessary because you are either going to be comfortable or you're going to grow so to really experiment with different sounds and different genres it grows you as a writer as well and but sometimes i find myself even though i'm doing let's say a pop 80 song i'll just add a bit of spice of soft r&b just a little 
spice of it. <laughs> but that's okay. You can also mix genres as well. That's totally fine. But I definitely am being challenged. And I have written for a lot of other artists. And that was really my focus before. And this is the first time that I've really focused on my solo stuff. And in December, I really just thought and I reflected and I sat back and I said, you know, I've been analyzing other people's sounds. I've been writing for other artists, but what is my sound? What is the message that I want to portray? Because I'm so used to focusing on other artists' sounds, other bands, you know, message and direction. And I kind of lost my way of what is Lundy? What is Lundy in music? What is it that I want to say to inspire Mm. people? And that's when I started to write and it was truly authentic and raw and genuine from my side and just a fun song because I I really believe like I'm quite a bubbly person and I like to portray that in my music and be authentic about it and like be goofy sometimes and feminine and whatever it may be but it's really such an exciting process I'm thankful. So when you're writing for other artists compared to when you're writing for yourself what's that process how is it different? The difference is that writing for other artists for me personally because of how I do it in the process that I follow. It is more analytical and technical because I take time and I research the artists. I'm analyzing their music. I am analyzing every single instrument that they're using in their songs. And I'm seeing, you know, what is the approach? What is the tone? And I put myself in their shoes and I say, okay, if I write this, would they be able to sing it? And if I write this, is this the key that they usually write in their singing? And I have to think about all those things where when I'm writing for myself, it's more natural in a sense of I know my range, I know my key, I know I like to sing in D major and E flat major, and I know my style where it's less rigid and it's more free-flowing of just writing, whereas I'm very conscious and aware when I'm writing for other artists because I'm always referring back to my research and my analytical reports. It does also help sometimes, though, to have that kind of analytical approach because then you're more driven and you have a goal, you have a project. Or when the artist says, hey, I need a song, I need a pop song about love, then you say, okay, I already know what I'm writing about. When you're writing about for yourself, rather, then you have to think, okay, what is my theme? What is my topic? What is my approach? What is my tone? Whereas when an artist gives you that deadline and that project and that goal, you already know from the get-go like this is a theme this is what they want I can give them what they want in music form so there's there's differences with regards to that and have you ever written a song that was intended to be for yourself and it landed up to be for another artist yes I I wrote a song for a band uh, called 3C Live and the song was was given to them and they did it justice they really did (laughs) <laughs> so I'm very happy about it. Okay. You mentioned earlier about those different genres. When you're writing the, just the lyrics at the time without the tone and the melody, because obviously tone and melody are linked to the type of genre. But when yes. you're writing the lyrics, do, at the moment of writing the lyrics, do you know this is going to be this type of genre while you're writing it? Or does that only come later on? I think it depends. Sometimes it comes a lot sooner. Uh, or sometimes it does come a bit later. Uh, the Berkeley way of 
how they taught us is that you should actually try establish that before you write the lyrics. So um, sometimes before I write the lyrics, I um, say, okay, I want to write a pop track and this is my reference song. So maybe um, Coffee by Tyler Jane. This is the vibe. This is the style I'm going for. And you don't want to obviously replicate like the melody in the lyrics. You don't want to steal other people's songs, obviously. But then you have a kind of direction and an anchor for where you are going with your the song because you can hear when a song lacks vision. So it's very important to have that vision in the song. And a lot of times people will write something and it's great, but then they are missing a verse two, for example, and they leave it and they write the verse two the next day and then it sounds detached. So it's that having that vision and having that connection throughout the song. So I think it is better to kind of have that in mind, but sometimes it changes. You know, one time I wrote a song that was the super upbeat, like dance song. Yeah. And then the person I was collaborating with, they said, you know, what if you just added a house beat to it and just, you know, just try it out. And I was just like, what? You are crazy. This is a dance, super pop dance yeah. song. And I was like, you know what? Let's just try it. I have nothing to lose. And we tried it and it was super cool. It's, it was such a cool song. And yeah, it was uh, for, for another band as well that did house music, but it, it turned out to be such a cool song when we added that house song, but yeah. it was originally just a normal pop song. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I love playing this game. All my recipients don't generally enjoy playing this game and you'll understand why in a moment. So I know if I had to ask you this question in two minutes, five minutes, 10 days, I know the answer will be different every time. And it's not necessarily your favorite. But once we finished this interview, what five songs by other artists would you play? I would play Last Call by Will Lindley. What a legend. And I would play Blueprint by Tyler Jane. I would play... So five, (laughs) right? Yes. Okay. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I'm trying to think of my Spotify playlist right now. (laughs) I would also play One Kiss by Dua Lipa. Yeah. I would play Take Yours, Take Mine by Matthew Moore. The last one would have to be Little Dance by Neon Dreams. Okay. There we go. Cool. (laughs) So you mentioned that you are now performing, uh, doing some live shows. So how's that going? I've actually really just started and getting into it and it's going really well. I have some really cool gigs lined up um, in Cape Town. So I'm going to be here for a few months probably. And I'm just itching to perform That Girl. Um, and I'm singing with a band as well. I'm singing with dancers. Uh, so also really enjoy dancing as well. And in the music video that we did, we also had this whole dance routine in it, which is super cool. And I also had like all my friends in my music video. So that was super fun and just so special because of that. I'm just very excited for more people to hear this song because I really believe that it will inspire people because the whole song is actually an affirmation so it's speaking things into existence and really just you knowing your worth and knowing who you are and having good habits as well I I love a good routine and I love having good habits 
I'm just itching to perform. So exciting for people just to hear the song. And even if I can just inspire one person, I feel like it'll be worth it. So when you're performing it with a band, it, because it's new, are you still finding your feet with that? Or how is that going? I'm definitely still finding my feet with that. And I'm really just working on making the performance very good quality wise. And I'm very quality based. So I'm working with some really great professionals that I'm very grateful that I got connected to here in Cape Town. Yeah, I have a, a theater gig as well. So that's going to be really exciting. So a lot of new opportunities are arising and I'm just going to take it one step at a time. But I think the best thing with regards to working with a band is that, first of all, you're not on your own. You don't have to do it by yourself and you can um, really just communicate with other band members and the sound is a lot fuller. Um, so it definitely is a new experience. A lot of uh, small things to keep in account as you are playing with a band and it's the, very different from just, you know, playing with a guitarist or playing with a the track. There's a lot more work that goes into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and with rehearsals and, you know, we're doing full choreography for the song. One of the gigs, I have a one hour slot as well. So we're doing basically like a full on one hour concert, full production, full choreography, full band as well. So it's definitely a new experience, but I'm learning so much. And I'm definitely being challenged and growing as an artist. As, a, <laughs> as someone who's just starting out, about to blow up in the world, putting it out there, what advice would you give someone who has the same dreams as you, who's still sort of still at school? My advice to envision the person that you want to be. Envision your goals and your dream life with regards to music and to put an action plan with that. So don't just dream about it or think about it or speak about it, but you be about that action. You be about that actually doing something about it and being consistent. I think that's the biggest thing that helped me as an artist is consistency. So even if it's every single day you are writing a few lines or you are practicing piano for 10 minutes every single day, you being consistent and consistently adding to your dream on a daily basis, that is going to be beneficial for you and just building that up and getting connected with the right people, people that are going to help you and inspire you and that are going to cheer you on with your commitment to doing music. And just know who you are and don't let anyone tell you differently. You know what you bring to the table so as a final message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? I just want everyone to know that they are worthy. They need to know their worth. May you really step out into your dreams without fear and without wavering, with unshakable faith. And I just want people to know that there is so much more to life and that you can really grow and you can live your dream life and you can know who you are, but it's a daily decision that you need to make. And you don't have to do this journey alone. There are people around you that can support yeah. you and lift you up. Brilliant. So as Lundy says, know your worth. Be that person, that girl, that boy with sass. This is Slips <laughs> Once signing out.